Welcome to this podcast produced for Business Lincolnshire as part of the Fit for Business programme. I am Guy Lewis and we're joined today by Anna Maxwell from C2 Safety. Hi Anna, how are you? I'm good, thanks Guy. How are you? I'm, I'm good. I'm very good. Um, so what's been on your mind this week? This week I've been thinking about training and competencies with regard to health and safety. Um, and we've spoken before in a previous podcast um, about the need for a company to appoint a person responsible mm-hmm. for implementing health and safety within the company. They're mm-hmm. not necessarily responsible for the health and safety, but for the implementation. And it's it's making sure that person knows what they're meant to be doing mm-hmm. and what everybody else needs to be doing. And that responsible person needs to be competent and aware of the other competencies and how to deliver them. Okay. So when we're talking competency, we're not necessarily talking about a qualification. Mm-hmm. You don't always have to have a qualification in health and safety, you know, to be competent. A lot of the time it helps. And there are some specific tasks that require a license or, or a ticket. Um, so if you are in a job where you want to be using a forklift or mm-hmm. you're a plant operator, digger or excavator, um, maybe that you have to use a chainsaw okay. um, or if you are using equipment for access to height. Um, so those sorts of things, you go and do a course to be to be competent. Okay. But the rest of health and safety legislation and responsibilities and requirements of employers and employees is that all their employees are competent in what they do and that they can work safely. Okay. So, in effect, uh, qualification is not compulsory, but actually the, the, the knowing what is relevant to your business is. Where would you find that out? You can get it from uh, manufacturers. If they've got equipment that you buy, they will often come with uh, 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 manufacturer training or mm-hmm. guidance, instructions for use. Okay. Reading instructions for use, that makes you competent. Watching videos and training videos makes you competent because it has told you specifically how to do a task safely, how mm-hmm. to operate a piece of machinery, how to do a process safely. And that is competency one of the things that we need to do is make sure that competency is ongoing that it is kept up to date it is refreshed and that we record any training that would make a person competent it's all well and good saying to somebody right this is how you do the job it's a b and c that's it done safely Mm -hmm. they carry on and they do their job um, and then there is an accident because they decided to miss out step b Mm -hmm. You need to be able to demonstrate to the law, to the enforcing agencies and the people that are questioning why this accident has happened, you still need to be able to demonstrate, actually, you have told this person that they need to do steps A, B and C um, in order to do it safely. And that's where you have a training record. Okay. Um, so, it's, so it's not just go away and watch a lot of YouTube video. It's actually yeah. sort of, right, okay, these are the things you need to watch and yeah. you need to sort of capture the fact that they've seen them, they understand yes. them, that's their, yeah. co- and so make a record. Keep a training record. Um, okay. and, and that's really, really key. But to progress the training as well, and we're not just looking at one aspect of it, mm-hmm. let's, let's, let's have a positive culture of safety within the business. Mm-hmm. Let's do continuous health and safety awareness training. Now, continuous health and safety awareness training isn't just sitting people in front of a, a PowerPoint or a video. It is providing information around the workplace, mm-hmm. providing information at the point at which they're working that provides safe guidance, safe instruction, reminding them to wear their PPE. You give them a talk saying, this is why we wear PPE. Mm-hmm. You give them a safe system of work that says, this is the PPE you must wear. And then when they get to the point of work, it is reminding them that they have to wear that PPE. 
So always reinforcement, signs, communications, yes. um, you know, keeping touch, sort of kit talks, whatever it is, toolbox talks, so, yes. all that sort of stuff. I toolbox guess. talks, we 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 use them a lot, and it is just a name for a type of training. Yeah. People go, oh, I don't, I'm not, I don't work in construction, I I can't do toolbox talks. Actually, a toolbox talk is just a, a name that we we give to some fairly informal training. Mm -hmm. It might be that on a work site, they are standing around a toolbox um, and, you know, leaning on a cup of tea, right, lads, let's talk about working at height or how are we going to do this job? Don't forget when we are up at height, we want to make sure that all of the edge protection's in place, that Mm -hmm. we've got harnesses on, that they're well fitted and, you know, all of those sorts of things. But it might also be um, ambient temperature in the workplace. Uh, You're in an office, there's, 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 glass all down one side of the office it gets really warm on certain days reminding people about what they've got to do in order to um take care of themselves okay. in, a, in an environment where it might get hot mm-hmm. so if you are sat over that side um of, keep of hydrated office, keep hydrated have regular breaks away yeah. ask for glare protection on your screens mm-hmm. maybe if it, it becomes an issue ask for blinds to be put in place you know and it all forms part of that um uh, dust in the workplace, um, working at heights we don't think of in offices, but a lot of people in offices get up onto like steps and step ladders or chairs. Don't like chairs. They're not a means <laughs> of access to height, um, especially ones with wheels on. Um, but yeah. And so, swivel. <laughs> yeah, completely. Um, so you've got to get something off the top of the, off the filing cabinet. How are you going to do it? Um, talk to people about manual handling. We're moving reams of paper around. We're Mm-hmm. bending and sitting on the floor trying to fit toner cartridges to our printers it covers a whole gamut of things that we do in the workplace whether you're inside outside doesn't matter what the what the industry is that you're in a toolbox talk applies okay so have a regime of monthly toolbox talks mm-hmm. get that information out there to your employees to m- ensure that they are competent and that they know how to work safely know how to protect themselves and know how to protect others that they're working with so we go back to the first um, podcast we were talking about an employee's responsibility and that is that they must do what they're told to do in the interest of safety Mm -hmm. and that's the toolbox talks form part of those so it's it's a really simple and effective uh, process and keep a record um, of who has attended a talk who's been involved in a chat and display the information. Okay. I guess uh, keeping up to date as well is a, is a very important thing. So, so refreshes and that sort of thing. Things change, operations change, systems change, people change. Yes. And as people change in the workplace, then the new starters will receive a workplace induction. And as part of the workplace induction, they will receive health and safety information. So that's mm-hmm. the start of their health and safety journey within the company. And it just needs to go on from there. As processes change, as equipment changes, or if you reconfigure or restructure the business in any way, again, it's a it's a trigger for a review of your health and safety processes and an opportunity to reinforce the training. Okay, so so you mentioned about the very specific stuff, you know, the chainsaws and the mupes and all that sort of sort of thing. That, that would need qualification. And then these are the more general things. So that mm. you'd mentioned induction and things like emergency mm. procedures, I guess, and mm. uh, you know, manual handling you talked about, mm-hmm. you know, working at heights, whether that's sh- small steps or whether mm-hmm. that's, you know. Uh, mm. Any more we can add to that? 
Um, slips, trips, and falls. Okay. You know, that's a really common one. We all put cables across um, okay. trip hazards, the, the yeah. workplace, making sure that underneath people's desks, there are that cables are stored correctly. And mm -hmm. it's not just slips, trips, and falls with cables. Cables have a, a, an electrical component to them, and they need to be inspected. And part of that inspection is, are they stowed safely um, and don't present a fire risk? So it, it's not just about having a look going, what am I going to fall over whilst I'm up and walking? It's about what am I going to get tangled up in and what other risks are we having by having cables bunched all over the place yeah. and, and dangling around. So it's, 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 a, it's a bigger picture and not just that. Um, so, yeah, specific tools and plants and equipment, if, if they come with manufacturers' courses or training or mm -hmm. instruction, make sure that information is promulgated to your staff. Okay. Um, waste management. Waste management is something that we don't really think about. You just put it in the bin and it gets either gets recycled or it gets put into skips or it gets taken away. But mm -hmm. what is going in? Why do we segregate waste? Do we need to secure waste? And in the office, probably no. But where it goes to downstairs in the courtyard or uh, in the yard or the car mm -hmm. park, wherever it might be, those bins need to be secured um, because there's a risk of arson. There's a risk of people getting in. There's a risk of all sorts of things. Okay. Um, and, and it's just that education. It's just not thinking about your immediate space. Mm -hmm. It's looking at how your actions might impact the safety of others. Okay. And you mentioned fire, fire prevention there. You know, it, it, you, you know, part of that is about your sort of your electrical stuff. It's partly about your waste. I, I guess, it, 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 you know, it's, it's making sure that everyone is aware that they are responsible for that as well. I'd just like to mention about PPE and training with regard to PPE. And it is important that people are aware of how to use it correctly, that they're aware of how it fits them correctly as well and what to do when it's not fitting. Um, and PPE is really, really important and the training on that is is very specific. So um, if people were having to wear face masks um, because of dust or fumes, then mm -hmm. they need to be face fitted and yeah. they'll have a certificate. And that certificate is a, is a competency that that individual knows how to put that piece of equipment on and to use it. Um, so it's, it's not just the general bits and pieces around the workplace. It's, it can be very specific to, to individuals is, uh, just the ongoing nature of health and safety awareness training is vital to every facet of business administration and the function of a business and the safety of staff. We've talked about toolbox talks, um, yeah. and putting up information signs about risks and, and requirements, um, one of the things that you can do is display it where people are always going to see it, where, mm -hmm. you know, in toilet cubicles, back of toilet doors, people stand and look at a wall. They'll yeah. read what's there, put the information up, yeah. kind of goes in by osmosis. Okay, you can't necessarily record that people have seen yeah, that yeah. information. I had it officially, but it's a really good way of, of transmitting and, and getting across a, a, a message. Um, other ways of training, there are online courses. Okay. Um, so they might be videos, uh, interactive quizzes. Um, there is... Uh, the CSCS card processes, okay. you know, touchscreen tests if you're going into the construction industry or need to go onto construction sites. Um, but again, in the workplace, there are uh, organizations, IOSH and NIBOSH, who have workplace mm -hmm. uh, courses. Or health and safety companies would come in, you know, for me, I, I go into companies and do individual training, um, be it just introduction to health and safety awareness or asbestos training or specific training on, on tools and subjects. Um, okay. There's a whole gamut of, of ways of getting people trained and making them competent. Okay. Keep them up to date and making sure you keep records of the training they've done. Yes.
Thanks, Anna. It's been an enjoyable session. Uh, I look forward to our next one. You've been listening to a Business Lincolnshire podcast. Look out for the next episode. If you're listening on the Business Lincolnshire YouTube channel, don't forget to give us a thumbs up or subscribe down below. If you're on your favourite podcast platform, then remember to follow the show. More information at businesslincolnshire.com.